This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Because I just went gay all of a sudden. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. There is no racial bigotry. Here you are all equally working. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. You can act like a man! What's the matter with you? Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. Hey, what's so intimate? What's up, Grizzly Adams? What's going on there, buddy? <laughs> yeah, so, look at it's so intimate. Yeah, I am. I, I just asked the wife if I uh, if I should shave the beard back down to a goatee, and she's like, "No, keep the beard." So, oh, okay. Beard. And uh, yeah, that got I got denied doing that. I I grew it out for a little bit, and uh, <clears throat> she was like, "I don't like kissing you with that." So I'm like, "I'm gonna shave." <laughs> yeah right i mean if mom ain't happy ain't nobody happy yeah yeah but no oh so, man it's, it's so intimate tonight it's it's just just the two <laughs> of us <laughs> we should uh we should i should put that song in right okay there it is oh, it, it's playing right now the, it's like mini me and dr evil just oh the two of us. i love that i love that yes yes well would you so first of all Welcome back, fucker, and congratulations. Okay, wait. Oh, okay, wait. Hold on. I, that was all roboty on my end because I'm on the wrong Wi-Fi network. Oh, so let's pause for one second. I gotta, I gotta get on the right Wi-Fi. Okay, you really did freeze with the funny face. It was perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I missed all of what you said. I heard congratulations, but well, uh, no, I, I said welcome back and congratulations, fucker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's. We'll get- uh, Quite, quite the wild ride. Yeah, well, I think we should start with that. But well, I guess before we go, we should explain why it's just such an intimate episode. Uh, first of all, um, Marco is still out in uh, on, like doing a work vacation. And so he is unable right. to join us uh, due to time constraints of working like basically he's able to join us after hours from Texas because it's after his work hours, but right. he's doing a work vacation. And so right now when we normally record is peak working hours for him. So he's probably sitting there with a client right now. I would wager. So yeah. Yeah. Needle deep in some skin. Uh, yes, sir. Putting in work. So he's not with us. And uh, <laughs> last minute, just last minute. Uh, message from chuck and i mean and i mean at like 11th hour last minute like oh yeah like, like we were ready to go and everything was fine and then chuck saw hey uh so we're going to the hospital baby's coming <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like they just submitted her uh yeah. it's happening <laughs> right so he won't be able to make it i'm like yeah no i get it <laughs> like that's, yeah if ever there's a reason not to be able to do the podcast being in the i mean how cool would it be if he was doing the podcast from the delivery room? That would be some shit. <laughs> but I, I have his a wife feeling feel about that. I have it's a pretty yeah. chill, but still, <laughs> he might be a eunuch after that, or or just divorced. Yes, really. Yeah, is or both. Kind of, or yeah, cut it off and then leave him. Uh, so it is just it's just Matt and Tom At, on your triumphant return. It's just the two of us, which 
you know, you guys, you and I have been friends for a long, 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 long time. You were on the podcast even yeah. before uh, uh, Chuck and you, you did a, you did a spot on the podcast before Chuck did. And um, you, you and I have known each, I think I've known Marco a little bit longer than you, but like by a couple of years, I, I want to say, right. And I think yeah. by a year. Or, yeah. Because I think I met him when I was 14 and you when I was 15. Right. Right. So, um, but you know, I mean, shit, our friendship's old enough to drink and here we are. So welcome to the locker room. I'm Tom. I'm Matthew. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. There's nobody else. <laughs> There's somebody There's else. nobody else. But we talked about it and we talked about what we wanted to accomplish and what we planned on doing for this episode anyway. And we're like, no, it doesn't need to be, we don't, you know, it doesn't need yeah, to be. Yeah, we were, we were going to think about a topic. And then I think um, just between the two of us and playing catch up and going through a couple of these emails that I've neglected because my focus has been entirely elsewhere, which if you don't understand that and you're listening to the podcast and fuck you. Um, but you know, <laughs> so let's start with the obvious, uh, welcome to fatherhood. Welcome yes. to parenthood. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tell, uh, tell us. this shit. Okay. So, uh, my daughter, Naya Rose was born on January 6th at 12, 18 AM. So, uh, yeah. we went in Not on the 4th. 4th of July. Yeah. We went on the 4th, uh, did the, um, it's in did the inducement, right? It's not induction, right? Because induction no. <laughs> is like you're you're, you're inducted into the Hall right. of Fame, but right. you're in, or it's you're like induced, uh, an induction an oven where the heat transfers. Yeah. You know? right. <laughs> inducing something is not inducing. inducting. Yeah. Right. Okay, so the inducement process right. started at like one o'clock in the afternoon. We got to the hospital at twelve. Got, uh, one o'clock, they started the first round of of the meds. That went till one a.m. And then right. the IV meds were started and then she started having contractions. We're like, okay, this is cool. This is, you yeah. know, and she's like, wow, this is great. Going. You know, sure. everything's going great. Um, long story short after, and I have a funny epidural story, but I want to wait till the boys are back because they have, okay. they have to hear it. They have to hear it firsthand. Um, so long story short, I'm going to guess your wife thought she shit herself because that's what most women. <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> okay. Was was not that okay? She thought she she thought she pissed herself when her okay. water broke uh, because okay. the doctor the doctor came in with a little crochet hook to yes to manually break the water and she thought she didn't succeed, but she must have nicked it because like an hour later my wife sat up in bed and was like oh and then stood up out of bed and was like oh oh <laughs> so, <laughs> so her, her water broke like an hour after the fact. Um, so long story short, she was on the um inducement meds for 30 something hours. Yeah. I was having contractions for close to 18 hours and she never dilated past a centimeter. So the doc called it at like 1130 the evening of the fifth and yeah. said, look, we're just going to, you know, your water broke all these hours ago. We're, we're just yeah. going to go in there and get, and we knew that the Cause they have two, they possible. have two different medications it, from, from my experience. Cause my wife had yeah. the same problem and we, we kind of went through the same thing. Uh, she went to three um, and uh, they gave you one to dilate and one to like to thin out and dilate. And the other one to make the contractions go and hoping that those two will hold hands and get the baby going. Right. And right. most of the time it does. In my wife's case, and it sounds like in your wife's case, the one that was supposed to dilate and thin out and do all that stuff wasn't really that effective. Yeah, was was not at all. And so at one point, the doctor, actually, the doctor told my wife he was going to have to break her water. And she saw the crochet hook and she like willed it to break. She like, 
<laughs> she like used the force. <laughs> she willed her water to break. And uh, so I, I could totally sympathize with that because at, at, at that point yeah. you're on the clock. Like, yeah, the dog's like, look, uh, we can wait, but chances are nothing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And they said, you know, the longer you wait after the water breaks that it soon, you know, there's, there's the baby's got no room in there. There's no liquid in there. So they, sure. if you want to wait it out, they have to introduce liquid back into the uterus. Right. Which has a whole other set of problems. And uh, plus she was like, she, that little girl was way high up in the uterus, like way up there, like not even close. She was head down and everything. She was right. in the right position, but was not close to actually coming out to say hi to the world. So, you know, I had, this was my second night sleeping there in that room and it was a, it was a nice big room and everything, but you know, they have the little, the bear that folds down into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I would be better off sleeping on the floor at this point, but I just made the bed and they brought me a bunch of blankets and pillows and everything. Yeah, they tried to do their best. Yeah, I just made it, got into my comfy evening clothes, you know, just kind of like what I'm wearing now, just some shorts and a, and a whatever shirt. Uh, I no sooner lay down and uh, uh, her phone rings and I hear her say, yes, doctor. Okay, well, yeah, whatever you think is best for me and the baby. (laughs) And then she looks at me and she goes, they're going to do a C-section probably within an hour. And the nurse was there. She goes, no, we're going now. Walks out of the room, comes back in, tosses me a white paper jumpsuit and little booty covers and the head thing. She goes, get dressed. These go over your clothes. (laughs) We're going. I'm like... Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. That's what happened to me. She said, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a C-section. And I'm like, okay, so what do we do? He, she, he put this on. Like, yeah. Like this happened. Are now. we, are we, are we good? I mean, like, you're like, there's a little bit of panic because you're like, yeah. well, I mean, there's no prep time. I'm, is everything? No, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're going now. <laughs> yeah. And the nurse goes, she goes, she goes, look, it, it, this isn't an emergency and you're right. fine. But right. when the doctor says go, we move you fast. Go. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I respect that. That's cool. So, and you know, it's kind of like a flight attendant. Even if there was an emergency, she wouldn't really tell you. Right. Right. So she's doing her job and you just go with it. And you, if, yeah. if she's, you, you, if she's calm, you're, you're calm. calm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. So they wheeled her out. I was waiting in the room for like 10 minutes. So took some, we took a couple funny photos before they wheeled her out, like of course. making faces and everything and ha right. ha. Yeah. Um, cause we weren't, we weren't worried. We we're, you know, cool with everything. Right. And, uh, that was fucking amazing being in the, first of all, I got yelled at several times cause they wanted me to sit at, in this chair at the head of the operating table where right. her head was. Right. Sure. So I, I walk in there just as they got a little bove knife out and they're just making the first incisions. I kind of like look over and I'm like, Ooh, and they're like, Matthew, you need to sit down. I'm like, fine, whatever. So I sit down and I'm kind of like peeking over the drape, you know, and, and I was holding my wife's hand, holding her left hand. And she was like shivering, like out of control, shivering because of the, because of the meds, because of right. what they give her. And so I put my hand on her, on her head. I'm just kind of like caressing her hair and everything. And she goes, that feels really nice. Whose hand is that? <laughs> and there was like 12 of us in the OR. Right, right? sure. I mean, it was I a, mean it's a legitimate house. question. Yeah. yeah. She says, that feels nice. Whose hand is that? And I go, it's mine. Whose hand do you think it would be? She goes, I don't know. I thought it was maybe the anesthesiologist. And I go, he likes you, but not that much. Like, you know, and everybody's right. laughing. I'm like, no, right. this it's my hand. Like <laughs> my hand is caressing mm-hmm. you in a loving manner. And so, uh, and then, you know, I stood up a couple times to look and they let me have my, my phone out to take pictures and everything. They said, take whatever pictures you want. Just, yeah. you know, stay seated. I stood up, Matthew, you need to sit down. Okay, fine. 
And two seconds later, you know, because I'm me, stand up again. And they're like, I go, why do I need to sit down? She goes, because you're liability. And if you pass out, I'm like, I've seen worse. And I've clearly stood up and have seen this and I'm fine. Like, this is fine. Nah, but I get it. They don't. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a liability because then you got to deal with, you know, you got a C-section going on and then you got, right. you know, some knucklehead that passes out, hits his head or something. So I'm like, OK, fine. Um, God forbid you pass then, out on uh, her. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting there being a good boy. And then the doctor says, OK, um, I know the funny thing. The doctor goes, uh, looks at the anesthesiologist and she says, is this as low as this table goes? And he goes, yeah. And she's a shorter Asian woman. Mm-hmm. He goes, OK. And she's standing on, you know, my wife's right side. So she kind of puts her right knee on the operating table, is now kneeling on the table next to my wife, reaching in. And these two doctors are pulling this child, like tugging. He's like, she's way up there. She's up in Canada, you know, like she's way up there. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah. And then she started crying, like right as her head was barely coming out. Immediate. Yeah, clearly she did not want to come out. She was, yeah. Yeah. healthy cried i'm like oh thank god and then they you know pick her up and then my daughter puts her her hands out like a big stretch like oh good i'm outside you know and right. um i gotta send you this one funny picture because she looks like keith because she's uh, like <laughs> leaning over and has just this like fuck you mad look and my sister pointed it out when i showed she's like oh my god that looks like dad and i'm like oh you're right i hope she outgrows that <laughs> so, yeah, right. but yeah but seeing that and i mean that was just uh, you know, it's like, and, and I, I texted you this and I've told other yes. people like, you know, I, in that moment, I got it. It, it clicked, the light switch was flipped and I was like, oh, this okay. is what everyone, all of my buddies and family, you know, guys saying, you'll understand when you have a kid, I can't explain it. Da, da, da. And I'm like, no, I think I get it. I didn't get it, but I got it in that moment. Right. And when I saw her for the first time and heard her crying and looking at her and my wife and I was just, I mean, I was a box of freaking, Oh yeah. A box of Kleenex. I just friggin' just, they had to give me another surgical mask because I was waterboarding myself with my own fucking tears. <laughs> like it was that wet. I'm not even exaggerating. Like it was right. like stuck on me. Well, like, which and, like, and for the listeners, <laughs> you've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be 47 in a couple months. So it's, yeah. it's been a long time coming and I've had, uh, too many of the wrong women that I've tried to do this with. And, uh, I mean, uh, lucky, is, lucky, luckily, that, luckily, like, luckily that, that it, this time is the right time to do it. Right. Because things could have been so much worse had you done it with previous wrong ones. Oh, yeah. So, I, hey, I would have been, yeah, hey, I would have been tied to him. So no, yeah, I get exactly. Yeah. So we're not saying that. I'm just saying that you have been waiting. I've known you, like I said, since you, I was 15 years old. So I, our friendship is 30 years old. Yeah. And uh, I, I know that you know, at least for 20 plus years of that friendship, you've been waiting for this to happen. So, Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So, and it was like in that moment, it was like, like I said, a light switch. And I was like, Oh, this is what true, pure, unconditional love feels like. This is it. Like this is that feeling. Right. Like, and it's, it it's was, not you know, the same as what you feel for your spouse. I mean, it's like, it's, no, di- it's a, you different... love everybody differently. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. You love everybody differently. And that's the, that's the amazing thing that you experience throughout your life that, you know, you love your mother a certain way. You love your father a certain way. You love your siblings a certain way, your extended family, cousins, you know, aunts, uncles, you love your spouse a certain way. And you think that love is like it, that's the pinnacle. Right. And then you have a child and you're like, oh, okay, this is, there's a, there's another gear. (laughs) 
Love has a yeah, gear. yeah. I didn't know there was another gear. <laughs> You're right. And then I, I was just like this. freaking out because I was, and I was like, you know, and I'm sure, and you know, I'm preaching to the choir. Anybody who who has a child. And you're like surprised at how you feel. I'm like, I didn't know I was capable of this. Like right. in that instance, I'm like, I didn't know that I was capable of this. It's kind of shocking. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it, but it's, I, it's, it's great. Jarring, maybe. Jarring. jarring yeah. Word. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Jarring, like a surprising, yeah. like, oh, like, oh, oh the, shit. That's, that's in me. Mm. <laughs> like, okay. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, you know, they cleaned her up and everything and everything was fine. Sucked all the gunk out of her holes and wrapped yeah. her up and. Uh, I took a video of, of them, but also when they're over. messing with her, you're like, what are you doing to her? Like, you, like oh, yeah. instantly but they let me, they let me fall. Like I was right yeah. there. Like, yes. you know, they're like, yes. you know, here, follow me, bring your camera. And In fact, and you like, get okay. to do more than your wife does. Cause your wife's busy getting sewn up and correct. Like, yeah. When it's a C-section, there's a lot more responsibility on dad, yes. you know, to, 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 because mom's, you know, getting her needs tended to. So dad really has to go through this process and dad's you know i with regular childbirth they go through it you know as well but when when it's like okay they can't take the baby out and hand it to mom and let you guys they, they do that a little yeah. bit but they got to get mom yeah, back they put up. her yeah they put her face against my wife's face right right you know and held her there and everything but yeah it's like i mean she's literally laying there and I, you know her guts are on either side of her stomach like yeah. i mean yeah <laughs> that's right. like so, uh, so, yeah, and then they, they hand her off to me and go, here you go. And I'm like, in that moment, I'm like, oh, this is on me now. Like, okay, this is right. And you know what? I've always been gun shy holding other people's infants. I newborns. can attest to this fact. I've seen you know? it. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm good. No, I'm like, no, good. You don't hate babies. You don't hate children. It has nothing to do with that. I've just always yeah. noticed that when somebody's, you know, hey, do you want to hold? You're like, no, I'm good. Yeah, no. When they're a little older, you know, yeah, right. like support the neck and all that other like important stuff. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want any part of that. I, I will fuck if you're a job. hockey fan, Matt treats ba- newborn babies like the Stanley Cup. If you didn't win it, you can't touch it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> great analogy. Right. He's but like, no, nope, that's not mine. I'm not touching. It's bad luck. When it's mine, yeah. I'll touch it. <laughs> yeah. And it was the wildest thing. They hand me my daughter and it was like just a natural like. I, I, there was no hesitation. There was no like, oh, I'm worried. Am I doing this right? Everything just kind of fell into place. And even, you know, now she's three weeks old today. So as of, well, for your listeners, as of yesterday, uh, she's three weeks old. And, you know, it's just, I, I'm not that I'm half-assed carrying around or anything, but it's just, it's so much easier and comes naturally. And that's another thing that's like weird and hard to explain. Like, how is all of a sudden I know how to do this when I've been so gun shy about it in the past with with you know even family members you know because there is nobody else yeah right yeah yeah you've always been a like if there's somebody else to do it then handle it because i'm not the guy right but in this case you're like oh no i'm the guy i'm the guy number one and number two not only are you the guy now you want like you're like no uh uh-uh everybody stand back it's my turn i'm the guy yeah right like like you guys had yours, I stayed out of your business with yours. Now you need to stay out of my business with mine. <laughs> yeah. like, like it's funny because that's totally your personality. Is like I, it, I can totally see that about you. It's just like no, no, no. It's my turn at bat. I'm batter up. I'll handle it. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate all the years of advice. Now I need you to get the fuck out of my way and let me do it. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah you know they sewed her up, and you know I was just you know it was a it was like another. I mean, shit, maybe another 20 minutes to get her all patched up and back in the room. 
and it was just me and her and, you know, her, her mother was there too. And I introduced, you know, her mother to her, you know, new granddaughter and everything. And that was cool. And, um, yeah. And then also, 36 okay, so hours tell later, me about the moment, tell me about the moment that like, cause there is this weird moment where you look at your wife and there's, there's a, there's an, again, another gear of love and pride and appreciation because that you look at her and go, you just gave me this kid. Thank you so much. Like, like oh look yeah, what you, look what you yeah, did. Yeah. I'm so I'm still, like, I'm still in that phase. Like when I watch her breastfeed, I'm like, the like the female's body is just fucking amazing. Yeah, like, we do minimal work. We barely have mm-hmm. to be there. They grow another person inside of them, mm-hmm. birth another person with mm-hmm. you know it's her own little personality and everything, and then their body continues to make food yeah. <laughs> for this other person that yeah. is literally like the, the life force. And, and, and that's another thing, breastfeeding. I didn't know it was complicated. I felt uh, like such yeah. an idiot. I felt like such, that's the one thing through this whole journey. I never bothered to look up because my ignorant ass was like, you, thought, well, you, well, just, you just put the baby just, on the tit. Yeah. Like how hard is this? You just, mm-hmm. no, I didn't, I didn't know. I had yeah. no clue. And I got some babies latch like, on oh, differently. Some like, like some babies yeah, have like, a hard time latching yeah, on. You got to do hand like, expression and do this. Gotta, and mm-hmm. I didn't know there were stages of milk. Like there's th- the three stages of mm-hmm. the milk and everything. And oh, I'm yeah. like, wow, this is and talk about wild. wait, wait till you're out somewhere with your wife and her milk lets down. Oh yeah. And it's painful and swollen. And she's like, Oh my God, we either have to go home or I have to find a place to pump because this is so fucking painful. Like, yeah. Like it, there's that um, there's, there, there's, have you been squirted on yet by accident? No, not yet. Okay, that that could happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just well, and I've seen videos of of like these other women because now my Instagram feed is nothing but like babies and freaking you know breastfeeding right. moms and whatnot. Right. Um, but there was this one lady; her husband was recording, and her shirt was just drenched. And apparently, mm-hmm. she was sleeping, heard subconsciously heard the baby crying, mm-hmm. and her boobs just start leaking because her body yep. was like milk comes out now the baby needs to eat you know isn't that crazy oh my god i i know my wife said that hearing other babies yeah i've read that too that yeah Yeah. if you're watching tv and there's a baby on tv crying and all of a sudden comes out yeah yeah i mean if it for those for the listeners who've never heard the term wet nurse a wet nurse is literally a woman who keeps up her milk so that um she can breastfeed a child on on behalf of the mother it's like a nanny who can breastfeed a baby and back before formula a wet nurse was like a super big deal because some women lose their milk i mean now that you're a a, a father and now that you have a wife who's breastfeeding you learn a lot about uh the breastfeeding process that you didn't necessarily want to yeah. know before. yeah yeah mm-hmm. i can't wait till uh because you know we can't introduce a bottle to the little one till till at least a month mm-hmm. they said wait you know wait a month and then start introducing a bottle at feeding so that way I can help out because right now right. I can't, you know, I can't do anything. I'm, you right. know, she's got to get up. Support. She's yeah. got it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But this little girl, Thomas, we lucked out. She goes down at like 11 o'clock La- last night. No, night before last. Or was it last night? I don't know. But uh, one night this week, her record was went down at 11 o'clock. Didn't wake up till 730 a.m. Right. And you're like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. No, and so my wife didn't get much rest because she was fucking freaking out. Right. Right. Leaning over to the bassinet, you know, kind of like, you know, putting her hand on her chest, making sure the baby's still breathing. Cause she's like, right. what the hell? Cause usually she's up once from that. She'll go down at like sure. 
10 30 or 11 and she'll wake up at you know three or four eat and then go back out until nine so it's not this every two hour stuff that we heard horror stories about but you know that could change it's only been three weeks but um but yeah so far she's a happy content little baby she's just she she smiles that's how they get you yeah she smiles that's how they get you sleeps and eats yeah <laughs> oh dude i've already had she's the first uh because i have no problems with changing the diapers and you know is it still the, the black tar the, no no that was just like the first like now you're now movie. you're on to the yellow yeah. mustard chunky yeah mustard. yeah but the black yeah. tar stuff wasn't even bad because the nurses at the hospital they go look put some vaseline in the bottom of the diaper mm-hmm. and it won't stick right i'm like oh genius yeah so what i've experienced so far is um i am leading the front on dealing with blowouts yes so yes so i've, I've mm-hmm. had uh that's your job. Uh, yeah. When she explodes. And you take over. <laughs> what well, this has happened literally when like Larissa was getting her hair done. It was just, you know, me and Naya and we walked down to the tar pits and walked over to LACMA and we're just going for a little walk. Cause I had two hours to kill and she was passed out. Right. She starts getting fussy. I pick her up and you know, I see this like yellow shit, like just a little literally. bit of yellow stuff. Yeah. But I didn't know it was shit. I thought it was like, Something from a tree or pollen or some shit because it just looked like it. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. what is this? And I put my finger on it and I'm like, smelling it. I'm like, that smells like shit. And I look and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that is shit. Yes, sir. Um, and I didn't have. She had the diapers and the wipes. Oh, rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. I yep. thought they were in the bottom of the store. They, it was, yeah, rookie yep. mistake. Sorry. So she and so I haul ass back home and. Bring her up here. You'll never be without the diaper bag again. Uh, no, 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 no. I have multiple now. Yeah. They're, they're, yep. I have a, I have a mm-hmm. little go kit yep. on the back headrest of my truck. You yep. know, and I have extra uh, change of clothes in there. Uh, yep. Some rags, uh, yep. disposable. Uh, what you call it? Uh, grocery bags mm-hmm. or blowout clothes, like oh, yeah. the whole nine. Yep. Um, and then I have other. <laughs> it's have a, a whole little, new level <laughs> yeah. of preparedness. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I have like a little like just going for a walk around the neighborhood like sling pack, little five eleven freaking little pack that i have stuff in there um but yeah and then the other day had a mid diaper change another rookie mistake that i no longer do take the diaper off get a little bit of shit in there wipe clean clean remove diaper right as i'm grabbing diaper in place as i'm grabbing Mm -hmm. new diaper i didn't have Mm -hmm. it already over there as i'm grabbing new diaper still have her feet up you know in, in my hands out of her little butthole (laughs) <laughs> out of her little barely two week old butthole yeah it's a like a stream, three millimeter butthole a stream this wasn't like lava it wasn't like a little bloop, 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 like lava no, come down it was like a fountain it was no it was violent thomas it was violent yep. it was like a shot there was like a little pop and then <laughs> i measured because it hit the fucking wall where we changed her i took the uh-huh. tape measure out after i cleaned it 18 inches there you go 18 inches out of her little butthole hits the wall most of it on my hand because as it's happening i'm like oh i gotta stop this and so now mm-hmm. i just have shit on my hand there's shit on the wall <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just laughing i'm laughing at myself because what well, else can right. you do you right. know well and this here- is when you realize when your parents say i've been putting up with your shit for 45 yeah. years you're like yeah. oh yes you actually I'm have like, yes you have and i'm like i'm here by myself there's no there's no hey come on me and I'm, yeah and i'm like all right here we go this is this is do it and i didn't mind it Norm- normally like if that was somebody else's kid i'd have been gagging like chuck like i'd have been done yeah yeah <laughs> there's no way but uh 
Well, yeah, and, and God hasn't put the real smell in it yet because it's still that right, mustardy stuff. So right. it doesn't, it's not super stinky. Yeah. But there's, we talked about this when you were gone. The face. Oh, I, I listened to both, yeah, both yeah. Uh, episodes while, okay. while I was, while I was out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And so, I'm like, oh, great. Yep. So, well, welcome to the club and congratulations. I know our, our listeners uh, probably wish you the same thing. Um, for those of you that, that, uh, don't have children uh, this is what you're in for it's an amazing adventure it and again i will say this till i'm blue in the face i've said it to my kids i will say it to my grandkids i've said it to my friends if you wait i, I hear so many people I'm like oh you're gonna have kids and they go, yeah we're waiting until we're ready i'm like well no, okay. if you wait until you're ready to have kids you're never gonna have kids right because you're never ready right yeah there's there's no prepared. ideal time you yeah. can be prepared all right. you want but you're not ready <laughs> yeah we had all the I, stuff we had all the yes. stuff we had all the physical yes. things we had all the Correct. gadgets all the the mm -hmm. clothes all this setup everything was set up and all the physical stuff we had we were prepared for everything right but uh come to find out we we were ready because you know it, it happened and everything and we're not like freaking out like oh my god what do we do but but yeah you you, you never fully and, and now i get the you don't fully understand until you have kids right and and i and i said this we talked about this and 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 we talked about this on text and i know you agreed uh but for those of you that that are maybe like oh okay i i'm so tired of hearing people with kids say that i i'm sorry i thought the same way matt thought the same way there is there is a, a part of you know people who don't have kids that hear it and this is also why people with kids get kind of irritated at people who have pets and compare their pets to their fucking kids. <laughs> um, just saying, right? Uh, you think that your friends who have kids who are parents are high roading you. You think they're being a little elitist. You think that right. they're like, okay, I, okay, I get it. You're a parent. It's a big deal. But come on. You're really telling me that I can't possibly fathom what it's like to have a kid until I have a kid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I I can it, now it, attest to that. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and and if 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 that's not true, if having a kid doesn't change you the way Matt has experienced and I've experienced and other parents, then there, there's something broken inside of you. Yes. Because yes, I've it, I said this. A friend of mine was preparing. He uh, he and I were chatting, and he was preparing a speech for his daughter's uh, bat mitzvah. And for those of you who don't know. Uh, when a boy, a Jewish boy turns 13 and becomes a man, it's a bar mitzvah. But when a Jewish girl turns 13, it's a bat mitzvah. Yes. And, uh, and he and I were talking, he was writing a speech and he was asking me a couple of things. And, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, one of the things we discussed was that, that moment, right. That, that your life changes. And I said, you know, it's interesting because you're meeting this person this baby, this, this, your offspring for the first time. And yet you simultaneously love them more than any other person you've ever met instantly. Yeah. yeah. Instantly. Like it doesn't, it doesn't take anything to love this. You just do. And you realize how violent you're willing to be to protect them. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yep. And you also kind of feel like you've known them forever. Yeah. Like the, 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 it's funny because, uh, you know, it, as soon as the doctor said, yeah, you know, that, you know, she can, she can hear you now. She can, yes. she'll be able to, to differentiate, you know, in utero that, between the voices. So, uh, Larissa has always been, and, and still now, and the, and the rule is Larissa only speaks Swedish to her and I only speak English because we're going to raise her bilingual in that manner. Right. 
Um, so every night I would, you know, lean down and it started out as a, as a ha ha thing. Cause she's like, you know, talk to your daughter. And I'm thinking, well, what do I say to this? You know, right. Little, little thing inside your, it feels you, weird. You know, I feel weird. So I lean down and I'm like, You're like oh, okay. and I just lean down and we already had her name picked out. And I leaned down and I said, uh, hello, Naya, this is your father. And Larissa starts just busting up laughing. <laughs> She's like, who the hell else would it be? I'm like, this is our first introduction. I want her to make sure, you know, you know, so, and then that was just the running joke for the whole duration of the pregnancy. When I was talking every night, getting on the PA system, hello, Naya, yeah. this is your father. I, I lean down, hello, Naya, this is your father. And then I tell her about my day. And then, um, the doctor said to, you know, pick a, pick a song to sing. And then she'll be able to recognize it if, if you're, you know, you sing the same song to her every night and then it could be like a lullaby when she comes out. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Oh, I'm dear thinking, Lord, what, what did you, did you pick like holiday in Cambodia? No. And I'm thinking like what song? Cause I didn't, didn't want to pick some stupid nursery rhymes, you know? Okay. So I, I uh, started singing, um, I Walk the Line, Johnny okay. Cash. Cause I was like, okay. that can be relatable to, yes. you know, my daughter. Yeah. That's, you know. Because you're mine, I walk the line. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and a really cool thing, uh, our first night here, um, I was holding her. She started getting a little fussy. And so I just started singing. She opened her eyes, tilted her head to the side and had this like, so, oh, it's you. Look, yeah. And it was like, right. I know, but look, I know babies can't control all their expressions and everything, but she stopped crying. She opened her eyes, Bro, looked at when me. When you know, you know. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you're the source of that. And so now whenever she gets fussy, unless it's just like she's super gassy and hungry and there's nothing you can do, like it'll work for a hot second. But at some point, it's like she needs to eat. But yeah, whenever you know, there's whenever a point at which fussy, she goes, no, fucker, this is the yeah, time for the like, song. This, this yeah, is this time is, for something yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as soon as she gets a little fussy, I just start singing to her. And yeah. and it's like magic. And I'm like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it, you start to understand again. The things that your parents said and did the things that other people say and do the things that you're like, Oh, you know, it seems cheesy or it seems trite or it seems cliche or right, you know, right. it seems, it seems awkward. You're like, Oh, I like, I, I can't imagine you ever singing a song to someone else's baby. No, that would never happen. Fuck somebody else's baby. I'd hand him or her over to the mother or father. Go, uh, this is your problem now. Thank right, you. Right. I'm going to go out of the room here. This thing is screaming. Take care of this. But now you're like, uh, I'm singing to my kid. What the fuck's your problem? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So. so speaking of which, um, why don't you pop on to the old uh, two cops and ex-con and a black bean thread. I want to see if we're on the same page here with what was just sent to us. If, if uh, that yes. means what I, what I think I it think means. I think it means it, that uh, he, so he says, we're getting ready to push. That was it. Uh, it was about 45 minutes, 50 minutes ago. Uh, and then uh, a few minutes ago that uh, it's coming now. And so uh, Chuck, Chuck's wife is current. Like he's, he's, he's participating in the podcast. Yes. As best as he he goes, from the delivery. You, he goes, he you says, can share. You can share. <laughs> so so, so uh, uh, Chuck, if yeah. you're listening to this, we're, we're reading and uh, we'll wait until you tell us that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll say muzzle tough and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let the listeners know. Also, I'm so glad for Rachel that she's not dealing with being in fucking labor for a month anymore. So that's, yeah. What that, awesome. what a fucking trooper. Oh, I know. I and think then, I wouldn't be able to handle that. I would have freaking tapped out a long time ago. Poor Chuck's back goes out. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, those of you who don't know, like literally last week, Chuck's back, yeah. like he was flat on his back. It went out. Like he's his it's, knee is not his, his only problem. It's his, his back and his knee. His laboring mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. and his oldest daughter mm-hmm. had to try to carry his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Up upstairs, right? Yep. Into and his Chuck bed. is a fire plug. Chuck is like yeah. He's, you know, five foot two and five foot two in both directions. He's, yeah. you know, he's, he's, you know, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he was cast in a Lord of the Rings movie, making an ax in the bottom of a uh, seven on the dot. So, oh, so that means, uh, it's, it's, it, it has arrived. She has arrived, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm assuming that's so, seven pounds. That's, I, that's what I'm thinking. So let's wait until we get further confirmation, but, All right. uh, it's like, like a live play by play. I know, right? Like, I feel like Ron Burgundy, you know, covering the first car chase on it. <laughs> well, we'll come back to that at the end. We'll give you guys the yeah, update. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we got a we got a couple of emails to get to. But yes. I, 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 I before we get to that, I wanted to talk about a couple of things that were in our because uh, we have two. For those of you that don't, is a little behind the scenes. Um, we have two threads on, <laughs> that we have yes. two messages. We had we told you we had to create a second one just so that we could get. Uh, Marco to be able to see things because he's not, we're, we chat so much that he has to scroll back through, you know, message upon message upon message to be able to see uh, a, a lot of the stuff. So we created a thread where he could just go in and, and see these things. Um, so I wanted to, uh, some of the stuff we'll have to talk about, like the only fans couple that find out their siblings and continue to date. Like we have to have Marco and Chuck here to, to discuss that. That's just, right, right, right. Yep. Um, or the woman who sued Geico and they have to pay her $5.2 million because she got a sexually transmitted disease, having sex in the back of a car that was insured by Geico. Yeah, that, that one, that one's a little, Oof. anyway. Uh, but, uh, I thought we would, we would talk at least about, uh, Skynet making its first, uh, play for, uh, blood. Yeah, for a finger. Yeah, yeah. We, the, yeah. We, we we teased this a little bit uh, on uh, on War Stories, so we'll, we'll we're we're going to talk. You'll hear us talking about it on Monday's episode, uh, which we already recorded. But uh, you don't, you know, the the idea of cops, robots, like RoboCop stuff like that. This robots can't even play chess safely with seven year old children at this point. No. So, so we need to stop with this whole like <laughs> robots or the wave of the future. This fucking robot was a Russian robot. Fucking Russian robot. Russian robot. Yeah. Right. Programmed to play chess with a little boy. The little boy moved faster than robot anticipated. And the robot broke his finger on acts on quote unquote accident. Yeah. (laughs) Seven year old, like just broke the kid's finger. So I, you know, how the hell, first of all, who, who lets their seven-year-old play chess with an experimental robot? I mean, I guess maybe in Russia, they're like, yeah, my son is fine. He can play chess with the robot. They'll beat them. But they're blaming the kid. Well, of course they're blaming the kid. <laughs> the robot's programmed to do what the robot's programmed to do. And it's Russia. They're like, in, in yes. Russia, yes. child breaks his own finger with robot, not the robot. It, breaks says, it says here, it says there are certain safety rules and child apparently violated them. When he made his move, he did not release. He first had to wait. Yes. He's seven. <laughs> oh, he didn't he realize he first had to wait. Yes. But this seven. is an extremely rare case. 
The first I can recall. Smagin said, which yeah, is, by, Smagin. by the way, Smagin. <laughs> but Lazarov had different accounts saying, child made move, and after that, we need to give time for robot to answer. But the boy hurried, and the robot grabbed him. <laughs> uh, either way, the robot suppliers said, we're going to have to think again. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I mean, he's seven, right? Seven. Can you really blame a seven-year-old for... But... like? Seven-year-olds stick their fingers in dogs' assholes. Like, but he's a super smart chess player, though, isn't he? She's still fucking seven. That's true. <laughs> right? I mean, seven-year-olds, like, literally, like, I I know we we had a canine go to a fucking elementary school, and the everybody got up in arms because the canine nipped at a small child. But the problem was that small child stuck his finger in the canine's asshole. I would nip at somebody too. I mean, right? That's like Burt Kreischer. You get a surprise finger in your asshole. You got to decide what kind of man you are. Do you lean into it or do you buck? Yep. Yep. Like the dog clearly did not lean into it. So, you know. Dog was not into butt play. I don't blame him. So we've got some stuff to discuss uh, for when Marco and Chuck are back. But uh, can I I bring something up? I I wish you would. So. Do you see this here? Voodoo Ranger IPA. Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA. It's it's tasty, right? And it's like nine and a half percent. Okay. Right? So I go to the store and get a six pack of these. Well, first of all, I want to back up and say that IPAs are the uh, pumpkin spice latte for straight white men. Yeah, but you know what? When you have a choice of drinking a beer that's four and a half percent versus nine and a half percent, I'm going to go no, nine and a half percent all the time. I get it. Um, and this one's actually like, I like v- most of Voodoo's stuff because they're not ob- obnoxiously hoppy and obnoxiously like, yeah, you know, they're mainstream enough. They're not like, oh, craft, blah blah blah. It's but whatever. Cranberry, peach, wicked cranberry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this one, this one's good. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get a six pack of it. So I get a six pack of it. I go home and I'm unloading it into the beer fridge. I pull four of these out. I shit you not, Thomas. I'm not making this up. The last two on the bottom. <laughs> fucking Tecates. <laughs> Dude. Some fucking smart ass. And, and I got, I got the, the IPAs because like Marco was going to come over Sunday since he was in town. He was going to pop right, over, right. wanted to, you know, see the kid. Yeah. So I was going to go and I didn't want to go back to the fucking store. I'm like, it's right. not fucking worth it. Like, it's really not worth it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make fucking Marco drink the Tecates when he comes over. Right. Because yeah, I know he's not Mexican, but he's brown enough. And I'm sure a brown person did this. And he's going to have to take one on the chin for him. Um, and I, I, he declined the beer, but I told him the story. <laughs> and he was like, okay, that makes sense. But what the fuck? Like, how does that yeah, even don't happen? Be that guy. How does that happen? And then I go back to the, to the box because it's a little cardboard box. And the backside of it, it has packing tape. So somebody mm-hmm. opened the fucking thing. Yep. Because I did research. There's no way Takate and Voodoo Ranger cans are ever in the same facility being packaged. It okay. just doesn't happen. So one of two things, right? Either somebody did the whole, you know, like where you get the bottles and you want to put the different flavors. So you put different flavors right. in your little bottle. But this ain't Trader Joe's. This but was Ralph's. Right. Like you right. can do that at Trader Joe's. You can mix right. and match. But <laughs> That's possibly what somebody did, only they were like, I can't, I can't, they're not going to let me mix and match, so I'm just going to take some tape with me. More than likely, though, because people tend to not bring tape with them when they do this, somehow the beer got tooken. Yeah. 
And the guy's like, well, I got a couple of Takates sitting right here that are, that fell out of the box. The box is all fucked up. So he's been using Takates to backfill, to backfill, to, yeah, stolen beer and taping it shut and figured nobody's going to, yeah. Yeah. And nobody's going to come all the way back to the store. And he was right. I had no desire to go back to the store. Right. For fucking nine dollars. Like, no, well, I will tell you that uh, you can see this right here. Uh, well, you can't. No, no, you can't. Uh, it's uh, it's yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I see the Yeah, it's yellow and blue and I can't see what it's, it says. It says high noon. Um, so oh, I've that's so uh, what's his a barstool guide? Uh, Portnoy. Oh, yeah. I don't is, know. is part of that or, or promotes it or something. High noon. Well, so I, I'm not a fan of beer. Um, right. Anybody who's listened to this podcast or has known me long enough knows beer's just, it's just never been my thing. I, I prefer mixed drinks, you know? I prefer what well, vodka, whiskey, you know, yeah. tequila, Kraken, Kraken, rum, you know, things like yeah. that. I would much rather play bartender all night and mix drinks than just crack a beer. I have had, I've been known to have ice cold Guinness at the Highland Games. I've, you know, it, it, if I'm drunk enough out on the lake and there's a course of ice cold, Coors Light handy, I might fire it down because it's like drinking water when you're hot. Yeah. Um, but as a rule, I don't, piss I don't select beer, right? That's never my go-to yeah. option. But I've always been jealous of the ability for people to just be like, I'm going to get a six-pack of beer, and I'm going to crack a couple of beers, get a light, mild buzz. And, you know, because let's face it, you know, drinking, it, it especially when you have to mix your drinks, it can be a bit of a production Yes. You got to go get the bottle. I mean, you just grab a beer. Well, then they invented like Smirnoff Ice and stuff like that. And as much as they're okay, they're still like the fucking Jolly Rancher of right. alcohol. It's still a, it's still a malted still, beverage, right? It's, still it's, beverage. it's flavored beer, basically. It's a, Right. But it doesn't taste like beer, but it's right, still right, fucking right. like sugary. It's like a melted Otter Pop. You know, it's right. like it'll do the job. But, you know, I pref- I've always preferred uh, a nice vodka tonic or something like that you know yeah um well these are literally vodka and slightly flavored sparkling water oh nice. in a can. it's like those uh what are the other ones called the uh, truly's i think they're called or i haven't something. had those or... yet but what it's i like is kind of the same like thing. all these other white claws seltzer bud light things they're all malt liquor right yeah. they're all malt beverage. yeah they're, they're all zimas <laughs> right exactly they're, <laughs> they're all, all alcohol pop you know yeah but they're Barlow's and James re- reimagined. <laughs> but I found these and they're, 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 so f- I'm, I'm going to do a little commercial. They're like a hundred calories. Okay. It's just vodka and sparkling water with a hint of flavor to it. It's, okay. it's literally like getting a really good light vodka tonic with a twist of whatever at the bar. And you crack one open, you get a, you get a little, nice little, it's, it's the light beer for us cocktail drinkers <laughs> okay i'm so, gonna try that too because i enjoy gonna, a, i enjoy a vodka tonic or a gin tonic i had a couple so the they, other night they make a they make a multi-pack um that has watermelon black cherry pineapple and a grapefruit in it but then they also and they're not, make and they're not too flavors. sweet right okay so literally it's like Lacroix. it's it's okay it's as if somebody said the name of a fruit in the other room that's how they flavor it gotcha <laughs> gotcha gotcha <laughs> so, okay it's just, you can tell the difference in the flavors, like the grapefruit tastes like grapefruit, but it does not taste like grapefruit juice, okay. nor does it taste like squirt or something else like that. It literally tastes like, like if you were going to put yeah. like, sometimes I'll put some grapefruit bitters, yes. a couple shakes in my yes. uh, gin tonic. Or, just yeah. Cause. If you just put the rind of an orange or the rind okay. of a grapefruit yeah. in there, 
and it's just the the essence or the zest is so i'm doing a and and for those of you over at barstool sports or portnoy or anybody at high noon if you want me to if you want to sponsor me i will be more than happy uh because these are <laughs> these are amazing it's a tasty but, beverage uh, this quick no i i mean literally like and they're they're like in a like a like the larger like the one size up red bull can Right, right, you got the eight eight ounce Red Bull can, then you got like the the twelve ounce or whatever Red Bull can. That's kind of the size. And you just is is it a twelve ounce? It is three fifty five milliliters. I don't know the metric system. What the fuck, people? I know, right? Know your audience. No corn syrup, (laughs) right? Okay. Very little sugar, uh, and only a hundred calories, and uh, you get a four percent ABV. So four and a half. Not bad. Four and a half. So, okay. So, uh, yeah, kudos so to the high noon people. It's like a beer. It's like a light like a, beer. Like a light beer. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased. And it, it's, it's nice because it's not too sweet. So, I'm done with my commercial for high noon. If you want to sponsor us, cool. Uh, for those of you out there who like drinking cocktails, throw them in the fridge. They, they go down, especially in this hot weather. That is perfect for this hot weather. It goes down ice cold. It doesn't make you thirsty the way like, like a rum and coke or a, you know, some of these, because soda makes me thirsty. I don't know about you guys, but, yeah in a hot minute but yeah so anyway but i yeah but it does yeah all right well enough um, for our alcohol commercials yes <laughs> cheers let's move on to our <laughs> okay so yeah so as we're um, running out of time already because running out of time already because we were yes. talking baby talk as one does um so we have i have a lot of emails that i've neglected um just because of life-changing circumstances that we discussed earlier. Yes. Uh, do we want to do a uh, crazy X story and see where that leads us? Um, I probably Absolutely. should go back to ones that that were. Uh, do you want to go like back in time and get into back the, in time to like like the oldest uh, ones first? Uh, yeah, like June. This came over in middle of June. Yeah. Um. This one's not too long. We can probably bang this one out. All right. Uh, I'm not going to say the person's name, but it says X crazy story. Uh, Not so much a crazy X story, but a crazy story about my ex. Okay. Maybe this qualifies. We'll see. Okay. Right. Uh, Names and places have been changed to protect me. Except her. (laughs) Fuck her. (laughs) That's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you begin an email. That's how you begin an email. That's great. I feel like I need to read that one more time. Names and places have been changed to protect me, except her. Fuck her. Okay. Wait, wait, let me see if I can do the dragnet. Uh, The names have been changed to protect me, except her. Fuck her. (laughs) Chong, chong. Cue the law and order. Chong, chong. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So about 30 years ago, I dated a woman named Pam. Oh, Sitting on the pot one morning, I had one of those, quote, I wonder whatever happened to Pam moments. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I'm, we're laughing because we both we've know. We've done that. We've yeah, done that. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wonder what happened to so-and-so. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, ooh, dodged a bullet with that one. Oh, um, God, yeah. When you see your sister's friend that you had a crush on on social media, yeah. she's still friends with you, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> so I Googled her name. Nothing unusual. No address, no obituary, nothing. Then one of those, quote, free search websites popped up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. now he's, he's, he's narrating the, the website search. Mm-hmm. Uh, website, want to do a free search? Me. Sure. So I typed in her name. Website, 
Is she between 50 and 55 years old? Me. Yes. Probably, yeah. Website. She lived on Elmhurst Street and Sycamore Street and Ocean Drive. Me. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Website. Is she related to Bob Smith and Janet Smith? Me. Yep. Website. Goes blank for a few seconds. Website. This person is currently on a federal watch list. Do you wish to continue? Oh, shit. (laughs) Me. Fuck no. Close the website. Then went and gave my wife a hug and a kiss, told her I loved her. After that, I could care less about whatever happened to any one of my exes. <laughs> now my name is probably on some federal file somewhere. Damn it. By the way, her daughter is currently in jail for manufacturing with intent to distribute a controlled substance. Oh. <laughs> Let this be a lesson to those out there. Let the past be the past. <laughs> Just wow. one of your listeners. That's amazing balls. And he says Fred or whatever name you want to use. His name's okay. not Fred because I no, see it's his, not. His, right. Yeah, it's not. Fred. Yes, uh, Fred. That was fucking amazing. Okay, um, and I, I we've all been there. Google allows you to search anybody you want. And yeah. If you have, how legit do you think that is from from the law enforcement side? Is would they actually say, "Hey, this person's currently on a federal watch list," or do you think that was bait to get uh, someone to try to go further and then pay the the however many dollars it is to get more information. Okay. So I've used as a prof like I, we, we have subscribed to some of these websites uh-huh. as a detective. Um, like, you know, why reinvent the wheel? You know? Right. Yeah. There's somebody already out there doing it, doing somebody all the legwork for you. Yeah. Why not? Shit. Yeah. You know, so you pay the 20 bucks a month or whatever, and you get the record search and stuff like that. Um, I have never, never had a name get flagged as being on a watch list. Yeah. Ever. Not one. Nowadays, you could. Let me me back that up. When I was looking through the professional law enforcement databases, I have had names come up that way. Right, right, right. But when using a commercial website like that, I have never had that happen once. So that makes me go, hmm. Like, it also think about it logically. What's the sales tactic there? Like. Well, it's it's the it's the shock and awe factor. It's the the curiosity, like the curiosity, like ooh, he's on a federal. What this bitch do? You know. Yeah, but then again, I, I, I mean, it it could be legit, and and if she threw a fit on a plane during Rona or anything, you're on the fucking, you're on a federal, you know, no fly list or whatever. If you get kicked off a plane, right? I mean, it depends on what watch list she's on. Yeah, you know. But then there's, there's, I mean, then there's the then there's the then there's the daughter uh, research with the daughter. Yeah, so there's that kind of that kind of so, lends a, a little. Uh, just saying, if it walks wow. like a duck and talks like a duck, it ain't a okay. fucking man eater. All right. That's true. That's Good. true. Um, By the way, did you, I, I, before we get to the next email, I wanted yeah. to make sure I brought this up. Did you see, uh, for those of you that are followers of my personal account, you may have seen, we, we, it's been a year since uh, we've put our German Shepherd down. And so my wife finally was emotionally ready for another dog. So we adopted, uh, well, not adopted, we bought. <laughs> Because we're not those, we're not the people that, oh, I adopted. No, we went to a breeder and we bought a fucking purebred German Shepherd. Um, <laughs> and uh, first one I've ever had that's papered, right? Right. But I talked to my wife about what to name him, right? And we were going back and forth on all these different names. And I wanted something that was like a, we have this tradition of naming our dogs people names. And we would, we had gone through a bunch of cool names. And she, it was, she jokingly was like, let's name him Swayze. You know, after Patrick Swayze. And right, like, right. I, first of all, I don't want to do last names. I want to do first names. And second of all, like, I don't want to name him Patrick. 
And so uh, I said, you can, we can name him after the movie Roadhouse and call him Dalton. And that she was like, fell in love with the, the name. She's like, that's, <laughs> that's the name. Dalton's yeah. the name. As soon as I said it, right. And I, and I said, uh, well, good. Then we can tell people that it's because uh, remember that he, Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse, his character Dalton was, was attractive and, and kind and gentle and, and nice until it was time not to be nice. And then he would rip your fucking throat out with his bare hands. There you go. So <laughs> I thought that was an appropriate name for my German shepherd. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that was for those of you that uh, have seen him on social media. Uh, that's why we picked the name Dalton for him. So, yeah, he's a, he's a good looking dog there, Thomas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's Here only three months old at that size, by the way. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Huge. He's this. He's huge. almost the same size as our Siberian Husky, and he's only three and a half months old. Oh, God. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Next theme. Okay. So let's do another uh, Crazy yeah. X. Um, I like it. This one's a twofer. It's a Crazy X and a drunk story. We'll see how Ooh. long this one well, is. Well, I mean, one's... let's face it. They kind of tie together yeah. often. Okay, here we go. Crazy X and a drunk story. Hey, gents, I got a two for the price of one on this one. Please keep my name free and clear as we are dealing with Crazy and she and she knew I listened to the podcast. Oh, oh it's a recent crazy. Oh. So I have not said any names. You have my attention. Uh, okay. For my crazy ex story, I met this lovely young lady on Tinder in December of 2020. Your first mistake. Yeah. Uh, my first red flag should have been when she said those three magic words on Snapchat prior to our first date. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah, that's a huge red. That's a, that's a, that's a nuclear fallout warning sign. That's someone before you meet somebody and you're just on the interwebs. Reimagine words. I, she said, I love you. Yeah. On, via Snapchat. Snapchat be, before they, before met. their first, before their first date. Yes. I, I, I'm instantly catfish. Yeah. Alarm bells go <laughs> yeah. Clang, clang, clang. Uh, second red flag was she said she thought I was spending too much time with my best friend when I went home to visit him while he was in our hometown. Mm. And then in parentheses, see drunk story. Also before he met her? I don't know. Okay. There was no clarification there. Okay. Uh, third and final red flag, when in March of 2021, she said, quote, I want a ring and a baby by the end of the year. That's not a red flag, brother. That's a concrete wall. Go ahead. Gentlemen, we had been dating for three months. <laughs> After that, I thought on it for about a day. Yeah. I had to end things with her. Mm. When I did, she, quote, didn't accept the breakup. Oh, Lord. So I packed my shit and moved back home. This woman drove this man out of oh. town for his safety. Uh, I was not prepared to be married with a baby on the way at 21 years old. You are a smart young man. Holy shit. Especially not one on demand. Yeah. That's, right? That that would, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, like, that's like, that's like when you're, you know, if you hook up with a girl at a bar and you go home and you, all of a sudden that you get lucky and the, the next thing out of her mouth is put a baby inside of me before you guys even, st and you're like, Whoa, wait, what, what? She's like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. 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 So now Not we're going go to go to the heaven to me, but I know people that it has happened to. So he, he flows right into the drunk story here and 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna change a couple of things here because there was no clarification about the drunk story whether we should not. Uh, let's include... just yeah, let's just err on the side of caution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, drunk story. My best friend was in our hometown on leave over Christmas of 2019, and this is the drunk story he's referencing from the crazy ex story about right, that she said he was spending too much time with her. Right. Uh, he being an infantryman is, and he. he Listed the unit here, but we're going to leave that out. Is not a small dude. Myself, a medical disqualification, now working in construction, also not a small dude. And he put a unit in there, so there, there is. I'm, I'm leaving that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, now working construction, and and not a small dude. We were shooting pool at our favorite dive bar. Um. I'll go ahead and say this part. Uh, drinking age in our province is 19. And we were both fairly tanked, so my buddy thinks it would be cute to start fucking with me. He plants himself right where I want to be when taking my shot, so my drunk self thinks that a body check will move him. I drop my shoulder, hit him perfectly. Beautiful check. And he catches air, lands on the adjacent table, fucks up their game, and to this day, I don't think we're allowed back. (laughs) (laughs) Keep up the good work. Thanks for making my drive to and from work more entertaining. Cheers, boys. Well, we appreciate the the drunk story and the crazy ex story, and we're glad to hear your drive entertaining. We will continue to do so by encouraging you guys to send us more drunk stories. Also, our listeners have been having good ideas of their own, um, or maybe bad ideas of their own. one one listener, in fact, sent you an idea for his spinoff podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we're going to have his happy ass on here. I, th- I think we should have him pop in for a little, little, little 15, 10, 15 minute segment. Like we don't have he to can do pitch a whole, it to us. He, he can, can pitch, pitch it, to it to us. and Give and us he, your elevator pitch, baby. Yeah, and, and he said he's going to do it. Um, okay, good. So, so that's I, a tease. We've, we've got a, a listener a who has yeah. his idea for a spinoff podcast. Yes. Uh, that. Um, we're we're gonna let him that that we that I already wholeheartedly support the idea of <laughs> right. this. Like it's, it's it's if there's anything I can do to help, right? You, you let me know. Yes, um, yes. So, well, uh, I I I really wanted to you know say congratulations, Matt. Thank you. Appreciate that, more brother. More importantly, I wanted to ask you. Yes. Why, why is Billy Joel's laundry still wet? Why? Why is Billy Joel's laundry still wet? Because he didn't start the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, this is not going to be a new one to you because I leaked it to you guys, but the listeners yes, but need to hear this. Go. Um, what did Mike Tyson say to Chris Hemsworth after they were done working out? What? You're going to be Thor in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Which that joke is perfect. I love, I love Mike Tyson jokes, especially when you have to do the accent. Yeah. Uh, how about this one? So if the Jacksonville Jaguars are known as the Jags yeah. and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are known as the Bucks, it stands to reason the Tennessee Titans are. <laughs> Should I fill in the blank? I mean, you can. I mean, the tits. They should be the tits. Right? They should be the tits. 
Oh, oh. Jesus. Um, fuck, where'd all my jokes go? I had some prepared for tonight, Thomas. What the fuck? How about, uh, uh, why, uh, why do you not accept? This is a, this is a little bit of a academic joke. So our, our okay. younger fans might have to research this, but I find these, I find history jokes, academic jokes, uh, some of those jokes, I find them incredibly hilarious. So I, I share yes. them. And then if you laugh, cool, you're one of my people. And if you don't laugh, go make yourself smarter. Uh, why do you not accept uh, messages from Lizzie Borden's parents? Why? They've been hacked. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's good. That's fucking gold. Oh, God. oh I love those. Um, you know, I was doing some, some research and I was, I'm on this like medieval kick and like looking at all the, you know, the knights and the blah, blah, blah. Right. Did you know that they had, um, spies back then in like medieval times? And do you know who the most notable spy was? No. Surveillance. (laughs) (laughs) I tried on a suit of armor the other day. I was thinking about getting one. Yeah. And I decided not to. It made me look middle aged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, did I tell you I was in the drive up window at McDonald's the other day? And I, I don't know if I was taking too long to order. I'm, I'm assuming that's what it was. But the lady behind me started to honk. And yeah, uh, you know, I hate like I gave out tickets for excessive use of horn like your horn is for emergency use only, right? Right, right. It is not to call my daughter for the date. It's not to, like it might be to tell my son, get your ass out here. We're all waiting in the car, right? That might right, be the right. only. But she honks at me and I'm trying to be a good person. So I pull up to the, you know, the first window where you pay. And I said, you know what? I would like to pay for my order and I would like to pay for the lady behind me's order because I was trying to be the bigger person. So I paid for both orders. And then when I got to the second window, I gave her both receipts and took both orders because fuck that bitch. Not today. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's, oh. um, so last, when was it? Yeah. Just this last weekend. Uh, yeah. Wife and I walked down to, uh, the Peterson automotive museum down mm-hmm. here by, by our house because they have, uh, they have all the um, James Bond, like it's like Bond on display, like oh, all the Bond vehicles. Cars, yeah. Okay. Oh, and like all the ones like from the movies, like yeah, the, the actual the ast- picture cars, the, the actual picture cars. Right. Um, Not like so, this is an Aston Martin DB9. This is right. The, the Aston Martin DB9. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool to see all that shit and, and all the other cool stuff they had there. At the, at the, there was cycling stuff out. Um, and so we're in the Bond uh exhibit and uh it occurred to me uh what do you call a james bond in a bathtub what <laughs> bubble oh seven <laughs> <So stupid. laughs> but you know what else is stupid the other day i was in a i was in the walmart parking lot and i was watching a woman uh she couldn't remember where she parked and so every time she held her little key fob up in the air i would just honk my horn jesus oh i have to apologize to everybody who i've ever 
cussed at and made fun of for accidentally setting their car alarm off, getting in their own vehicle. I have, I had the Viper system with the fucking GPS and mm-hmm. all the fucking bells and whistles installed in the Tacoma. Like the, the weekend after I got it. Cause fuck that. I'm, I'm doing everything. There's, you know, right. I have the, yeah. the Toyota app that tracks not it. Against I the, not against it. Not against it. I even put an air tag in there. Cause why the sure. fuck not? Right. Right. Um, I've, I've set that fucking thing off so many times cause I forget that I have it and it's, I have two key fobs. So if I get close to my car and put my hand near it, the lights kind of like come up and then it, it unlocks the door. If I don't unarm the Viper car alarm, as soon as I open the door, you get four quick little short horn blasts, like warning, mm-hmm. like, Hey motherfucker, I'm going to be loud in a second. And I'm always fumbling with my keys, trying to shut it off. And like, you know, four in the morning when I'm going to the gym. Right. <laughs> <in my> neighborhood. <laughs> so I'm like, I get it now. I've done this. Oops. Oops. Um, so, you know, how we're always, we're, we're always, you know, doing jokes, trying to get like, you know, we love puns and everything. So I tried to come up with a carpentry pun oh. that that would work. Okay. I think I nailed it. <laughs> oh, God. That would work. <laughs> That's right. I like it. It was a twofer. Twofer. Well, uh, as we close out, I will say that uh, living up here in Idaho, we're trying to get a little bit more rural. Um and so, like, we have raspberries growing. I picked raspberries out of my own yard. I grew raspberries. They tasted delicious. They tasted yeah. like raspberries because they were. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, I was gonna, um, I was gonna make cucumbers into pickles. But uh, it, I, I didn't like it. It was a jarring experience. Okay, one more stupid one, then we're done. Okay, we're okay. We were hanging out with some friends. And I asked my buddy, I said, hey, uh, I asked him when his birthday was. And he said, March 1st. Said, Fine. So I stood up, walked around the room, and I said, okay, so when's your fucking birthday? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you in the locker room. Yes, we will. Hopefully next week, everybody will be back. We're, hopefully, I mean, yeah. maybe not Chuck because he's going to have a new toy at home. Yeah. The- but Chuck, this is his hat, what, like fifth, fourth? True, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, was what, he's he going to be barely we aware of this you. one. <laughs> right, we were talking about you, and he's like, dude, just wait till the freaking newness, you know, he's, he's got a new toy. Once the newness wears off and it just turns into a crying poop machine, he'll be back on the podcast <laughs> for a nice hour long break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, give your wife uh our love and uh until next week we'll see you in line yeah see you fuckers yeah.